Here we go. I'm Dave Jetsall, Rob Woodford, Dave Preston, George Wallace in various locations. We get set for the D.C. Sports Huddle it is presented to you by, and we so appreciate their support, MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at Bet MGM Sports. Here we go. The Washington football team, three games left, a game now out of a, a playoff spot. I, I think we know enough about what it's going to take for this team to, to have success. It was certainly on display on Tuesday in, in Philadelphia. We said, I think, to a man last week that if Washington was going to have success, like it had during that four-game winning streak, the formula would have to stay the same. Establish the run game, time of possession, get the win. Instead, the Eagles right now are the team establishing the run, getting the time of possession, and they're winning. But Washington knows the formula going forward, regardless of who's playing. And, and we'll start with you, George. This is a team, uh, it's, it's Ron Rivera's team. There's no excuses they're not talking about the 16 players that couldn't play or this or that. Uh, they just go out and play, and that that is an admirable quality. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, it's definitely Ron. They're definitely playing for him. They've all bought in on that. I mean, you know, who would, if, if you had told me last night Gilbert was going to be 21 of 31, no turnovers, and 17 mm -hmm. points, I'd have said great. I mean, when they won their four-game their four winning streak, they scored 17, what, three straight times or right. twice or whatever it was? So you're right. Formula, you got to run the football. You got to keep the uh, opposing offense off the field. They didn't, they were not able to do that last night. 500 yards of offense for Philadelphia, 238 to 63 on the ground, just inexcusable. And Jonathan Allen, I mean, he's just, that's the kind of guy he is. He says they're not using COVID as an excuse. And you know what? You, you, you're in week 15 or 16. Yes. You missed a few practice time. You missed a few practices, but you know, 21 of the 23 guys are asymptomatic. That's so you were able to still should have been able to stay in shape. And then once you were cleared, jump right back in. It's not like you're, you know, missed a training camp or you haven't had 12 weeks before that. So, I mean, to me, I'm just inexcusable for the way the defense would play last night, especially with the guys you were able to get back. And for me, Gilbert, I mean, he held his own. What happens moving forward? You would think one of these two guys is going to get cleared on this short week, but my hat's off to Gilbert for last night but the defense gets a bad, bad grade. Well, and that's the amazing thing is uh, everything's changed and nothing's changed because before right. the season, weren't we saying Washington would have to win 24 to 20 basically, because we didn't right. think the, you know, the offense was going to go bananas, even with Ryan Fitzpatrick, whoever, uh, and the defense would have to win games. So Rob Woodfork, you, I almost, I, I want to frame this picture. It looked like you're agreeing with me there on that, that, that <laughs> definitely no, not me. No. And I said, I said in the last episode, I mean, uh, Landon Collins has to have a big game and he had a big game, but that was really the only reason why they were ahead, let alone even in the game. So, um, I mean, I, I thought the, I thought they got some gifts early on in this game. Uh, they didn't take full advantage of them because on that second drive, you really need to get a touchdown instead of a field goal. And I feel like that right. was kind of the point where the momentum shifted because, you know, they, they basically got all the way down there with the big play to McLaurin. And then they in a set, essentially started moving backwards. So, I mean, that's really where the game uh, sort of changed. But, um, you know, looking forward, look, I, I know they're saying that you can't blame it on the COVID. You can't blame it on not having coaches and all of that. You know, some things are excuses and some things are reasons. This feels like a reason. So, right. you know, obviously you can't give up 238 yards on the ground to a team. And, and quietly, sidebar, the Eagles are a really dominant run team. They are the first team since the 1985 Bears to rush for 175 yards in seven straight games. This is something that they've been doing 
for an extended period of time now. So you knew that going in and you should have had uh, a better performance there. I mean, if they get, get a hundred, they're going to get a hundred on you. Yeah. Just a matter of not giving up 200. So that's right. kind of, uh, uh, that's really excessive. So, I mean, look, they, they got Dallas this time. It's in prime time. It's on a short week. I mean, this is four straight games now in which they will play a team with, uh, they, they will have a rest deficit against the team that they're playing. So, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but it kind of looks like this is, this is a wrap. <laughs> real, real quick. If you had said, if, if you had said going into that game last night, Rob, like you're talking about, all yeah. you got to do is just not give up 230 yards on the ground. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, no so problem. You would like your chances. And, 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 and right. like you said, Gary Gilbert's not going to give the ball away. Right. I mean, they, the they won the turnover battle. <laughs> yeah. So, that was the key stat yeah. from Gilbert. Just don't give it away. Right. Yeah. So you got the holiday shirt on. Jump in. And, the and we're drinking some eggnog too today. We're 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 all in for the playoffs, boys. Uh, the playoff drive, as it were. <laughs> you're the, uh, you're I, the only you one. Can't, I think discount enough uh, the absence of J.D. McKissick, their second leading receiver, their third leading rusher. They really missed him in both aspects of the uh, of the offense last night. He's on injured reserve. They're going to have if they are going to make a run, it's going to have to be without perhaps one of their most underrated players on their roster this year who really went over and above, I think, what we thought he would do uh, this season. I, I, I knew that he would be an impact player on offense, but I didn't think he'd be that huge. I mean, you look at some of their games where he scored both of their touchdowns. He, he was that safety valve guy on third and long many a time. Unfortunately, the defense, I think, allowed points on five of six possessions. Uh, and you, you can't do that once a team like the Eagles gets that, that running game gets momentum. You either have to sustain drives of your own or you have to stop them. They could do neither. The first two possessions of the second half, eight plays from scrimmage, eight total yards. That's not how you get it done. So back to the drawing board. We've talked about the short work week. Uh, they, uh, I think, who knows who comes back from COVID at this point in time. But right now, it's it, they're not on the precipice of playoff elimination because of that seventh wild card. There's a little bit more wiggle room. But every win from every game from here on out is a must win for Washington. Well, and the amazing thing is I've used precipice for years and I still don't have any idea what it means, but well, well done, Dave Preston. So it, it is the Cowboys this week. We did, we had some fun with this last week talking about key players. Maybe Bobby already given us a hint that you'll get another vote in there for Landon Collins. But um, again, with the, the Eagles, the way we saw how it wore out the Washington defense. So it gets back to the premise to help the Washington defense. You have to stay on the field. You have to convert third down. So uh Four-game winning streak, Antonio Gibson averaged close to 90 yards a game. That has to return Sunday uh, against the Cowboys. So Antonio Gibson, for me, uh, is, is the key player. He's going to have to step up. As you just referenced, J.D. McKissick is out. Uh, he's going to have to have a big game. George Wallace? Yeah, I mean, and, and you hope you get Brandon Sheriff back, too. I mean, and he's disappointed with some of these penalties last night, too, in the offensive line. It's just stuff that should not be happening <clears throat> this late in the season. I mean – you know, to your point about the four game winning streak, it was, yeah, did they have, they didn't have to be play perfect, but they were playing well in all phases, especially the run game and extending drives, 10 minute drive, 11 minute drives. I mean, that's like the perfect formula. And if you get Brandon Sheriff back, maybe Gibson can do that. You can wear down Dallas's defense. And if you get the quarterback, one of your quarterbacks back, which you should, I would think by Sunday, then maybe able to, to, to find, you know, Terry McLaurin, instead of having to throw jump balls to him all the time. And that's not Gilbert's fault. That's just yeah. basically the, how things worked out. I mean, it's not his fault. But 
you know, if you add one or two little pieces back, I think that makes a big difference on the offensive side. Defense, I mean, look, they, they, they just played them two weeks ago. You know what needs to be done. I mean, that's it's right there all in front of you. And then hopefully, you know, hopefully the benches make it from Philly to Dallas and, you know, they, they can be, <laughs> the heat and benches. Continue to talk well, yeah, about you know what? You know, what's funny is you mentioned quarterbacks. Uh, I got to admit, as I'm watching that game last night, I thought, you know what? If we had Taylor Heineke, this would be his game to pull it out in, in dramatic fashion. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And or at least keep them in the game. At least yeah. keep them in the game. Right. Well, and, and yeah. this is not a slight on, on, on uh, Gilbert at all. It's just, it just it shows you how much fun Taylor Heineke's been. And if I can believe that, you can only imagine what the players are like when he's out there. And also, and also Gilbert had every reason to implode. I mean, the guy had oh, only been on the team. That, oh, that was yeah. what his fifth Five game. Days. That was his fifth game. That was his fifth day on the team. I mean, the fact well, that he even knew enough of the offense to run a competent offense is just, I mean, he, he should be commended for that. Well, and they threw it. They threw it on the first play of the game. Yeah. That he knew enough of the players because as he said, masks were back on yeah. at the, yeah. the practice. So then, mm. as we all know this, sometimes somebody can walk right up to you and tell you see their eyes. You don't know who they are. So he's trying to meet people he doesn't know to begin with, and they're wearing masks. Dave Preston? I'm going to say my player of the week on offense who needs to perform well, Ricky Seals-Jones, with, uh, with especially with Curtis Samuel, not a factor in the passing game. He might play Sunday. Who knows? I'm not betting on it. Uh, J.D. McKissick gone. There needs to be a guy who can move the sticks. Ricky Seals-Jones was questionable. I think he still had four catches uh, in the loss. Uh, if, if they can, whoever is quarterback, they need a target other than Terry McLaurin. And I, so I think he's their guy on offense. I think on defense, uh, Cole Holcomb. Here's here, here's a guy who you just it's like the SATs. You, you you get 400 points for signing your name. You just roll out the balls. He makes eight to ten tackles every week. Uh, he, he's a guy who is the heart and soul of this defense, who he's not as flashy as the safe backer that Landon Collins is patent pending on that new position name. But he's a guy who's going to have to make plays against the Cowboys. And I, I saw you shake your head, Rob, because I know you wish you thought of it first. Safe nope. backer. Nope. <laughs> and I shook my head because I got nope. a 390 on my SAT, Rob. Hybrid. Hybrid. I'm still worried about talking about precipice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is it Landon College again this week? Is it two players? Oh, yeah. Landon Collins until further notice, man. I mean, look, they, <laughs> they, need, they need an impact player on the defensive side of the ball. Chase Young is out for the year. They've never really had a linebacker who's been at least this iteration of uh, the Washington defense hasn't had an impact linebacker in years. So, um, you know, he's going to have to be that guy. And so if he's able to continue to do that, I mean, he almost single-handedly kept them in that game in the first half because, I mean, they're getting shut out probably if he doesn't make those plays. So, um, you, you know, obviously you need um, you need Montez Sweat to uh, to get – They missed Cam Curl last night too. Cam yeah. Curl. Yeah, Cam Curl. Yeah, yeah, that's a guy you need. Uh, so I'm going to say Landon Collins on defense, on offense, look, you got to be able to win at the point of attack. So getting Brandon Sheriff back in the lineup, yeah. that's going to be the key ingredient. If you don't have your best offensive lineman going up against that Dallas front that even with him tore you to pieces just uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. You're going to need him. Okay. Quick poll. Uh, win or lose on Sunday, Rob, you said that's wrap already. Are we... I, I, I think, I think they lose in Dallas. I think they win the last two games, but it's probably going to be too little too late at that point. 
Hey, Preston, win or lose? I think they lose. It's a double-digit defeat. Uh, Dallas winds up winning going away after a strong first half by the Burgundy and Gold. And I, I, I think maybe they even split or maybe they tie their last two games. Who knows? We'll talk about that next week. Sure about that because or, or we don't zone. or we don't talk about it <laughs> or, or we just don't we just let it go yeah yeah you know, you know, we won't. I think it's I think it's too much uh, still too much to overcome short week to travel back today or last night then going back to Dallas Saturday too much to I me mean, it's just too much for them right now I think they lose Sunday night okay and look I'm 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 not predicting the win but I'm gonna give the fans some hope here I mean remember we didn't give them a chance to beat them on a Monday night and uh you know Colt McCoy goes and has a great homecoming I mean great in the sense that he won he didn't have a great game uh what was that 2014 in which uh they they uh they did that you had the Monday night miracle where you know bombs away with uh uh, uh Mark Brunel who at that point, didn't even have an arm. I mean, he was basically willing footballs down the field. And of course, you had the replacement players, which feels a lot more, you know, appropriate considering they're signing guys off the street to play. Uh, the replacement players beat the Cowboys who crossed the picket line uh, back in 80, uh, was it 87? So, Seven. yeah. So, you know, I, we're not giving them a chance. It doesn't make sense on paper, but there's something crazy about this rivalry in which Washington kind of gets some really wild ones. Yeah. And ask the lions about upsetting teams as we, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I'm going to go ahead and say they win because at the beginning of the season, I am making the playoffs. So I might as well go down in flames right now. It, it, if you're going to go all the way and end my career and get fired as the host <laughs> of the DC sports huddle, I might as well go strong. So I'm going to say they're going to win. And I'll put a caveat. If they win the turnover battle, and Antonio Gibson, as I said, does what he does. All right. By the way, wait, Dave, first of all, the guy that predicts ties and time zone thing is probably going to go first. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> and drink an right. expired eggnog. Yeah. Sidebar, you can tell he's a bachelor because he's drinking directly out of the cart. <laughs> yeah, you can't oh, yeah. do that if there's a woman living in your house. Right. No. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Now I'm even more depressed this holiday <laughs> right. season. Wow. Right, right. Beautiful. <laughs> And trust me, the toilet seat is anyway. That's a whole yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right, tis the season. No, it's no, tis, no, it's down. It's down. It's down. No, no. Okay. Well done. Well, you're one up on me. Tis the season. Tis the season for our, our uh, wishes that we we hope uh, come true in the sports world or whatever. I, I'll just start that that I hope that uh, people in general continue to follow the lead of NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. I think uh, when you think about it, he, he was the first league uh, first one to say we should stop uh, a year ago because we didn't know much about what we were dealing with COVID-19 and now he's saying you know what we do know more and we do know how to manage this and it's not going away so we have to continue to find a way to safely do our jobs play our games and I, and I think he sets again a great example so here's to more of the spirit of Adam Silver this holiday season uh, because he, he's not being uh, cavalier and and not uh, understanding uh, the the seriousness of the situation. He's understanding the reality of the situation. George, your wish this holiday season. You know what I'm wishing for? I'm wishing for well <clears throat> a number of things. But one, I'm ready for the new name of this football franchise. Let's just get it. Let's just do it. It's the holiday season. It's time of giving. Give the fans something. Okay, just give them something. Let's because look. Half of them are going to hate the name anyway. 
half are going to like it and half would never have liked it anyway. So let's just go with it. Let's just release this new name and let's move on. I will say though, it's been nice that the, the, the chatter has kind of calmed down. I think people are kind of just enough yeah. over it already, the, the dragging on the process, but let's just have some fun. Let's just give the fans something, give them a sign of hope if that's what it is, because, you know, I really want a, a, a quarterback as far as a, a, a holiday wish, a, a quarterback that you can kind of build on. Taylor Heineke, I don't think it, he's been a lot of fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the guy that you want. He could be a guy for a little bit, but he's not the guy. And you know who else is not the guy? It's Cam Newton. So we're going to move on from that. <laughs> that's my you, two wishes. You, you, just, you just stole my wish. <laughs> wow. And by the way, what, what was the latest rumor of the team name? Commanders or Commanders? Commanders. I still want your, here come the feds. I want federals. Bring the feds back. Let me tell you something. Um, I don't want the commanders because it's too much like commandos. And I'm old enough to have been at the first arena football game in 1987 with the Washington commandos with Ron Weber Ooh, doing the play-by-play. Wow. They actually had a radio deal uh, and they were playing the Pittsburgh gladiators. And as part of their pregame introductions, a guy, uh, what do you call that when you come down from the ceiling? Not cascade, but the uh, paratrooper, paratrooper, parachute. parachute. Well, not parachute, but you know, you what do you spiral down where you do something? You know what I'm saying? On a ladder, he came. Well, anyway, the point is, it's going to remind, remind me, of, yeah, propel, right? Or no, or uh, something, repel, repel, repel. There we go. I, you know, the, this is uh, Towson State did me wrong. I'm sorry, <laughs> I couldn't come up with that word. So, anyway, I don't want commanders, uh, Dave Preston. Your holiday wish. You know, one of the fruits of the spirit is patience. And I hope that uh, fan bases have patience. And I'm speaking specifically towards the University of Maryland men's basketball program. I'm speaking specifically towards Virginia football, Virginia Tech football. All of these jobs are conceivably great, but be patient with the new coaches at each position. And when Maryland finally does name a new head coach, you have high ceilings, but just because you've been to a Final Four or just because you've been to an Orange Bowl or just because you've uh, won a Coastal Division championship does not mean that is a birthright. It's a very – everybody else is trying to win as well. So you're, it's, it's no guarantee, no matter who is in place, that you will win every single game. Please be patient with whomever your new head coaches. Let's have a little patience, my friends. Patience. That's nice. That's nice. Rob Woodfork. Yeah, Gary Williams ain't walking through that door, right? Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, they need a a franchise quarterback for Washington, and I know that this is one that we've been asking to put under the tree for the last 30 years. But you know, whether I mean Russell Wilson's probably going to be available in the off season, he's probably going to want out of Seattle. The the Sean Watson thing, if that ever gets uh, settled, that would be a nice. I mean, uh, pairing him with Terry McLaurin for the next decade. Talk about a, uh, a great pairing there. So uh, franchise quarterback, whatever they need to do, man, they need to, they, they really need to hit one out of the park this off season. Uh, and, uh, and let's be real. I mean, Ron Rivera is not going to get a five-year plan if they continue to be a sub 500 team. So best way to do that is go get yourself a quarterback. All right. Well, there you have a listen, a happy holiday to all of you. Uh, and again, Absolutely. to all, all our folks that, that watch this every week, we so appreciate your support. Uh, lots of exciting things. Uh, coming in 2022, including Rob might not bring up Cam Newton in 2022. We don't know. Oh, you know not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I think that ran its course. Yeah. But listen, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so fun. We're going to get together next week, and but I hope everybody just has a wonderful holiday season. That is going to do it for the uh, DC Sports Huddle. It is presented by MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game. Cha- it's time to change the game, I should say. 
at BetMGM Sports. That is BetMGM Sports. Happy holiday from the entire huddle. Happy holidays. Break. Break. Break.